Welcome to Big Beautiful Badasses. I am your host, Kimberly Pleasia, back again with another epic badass. Before we get started, I do want to remind you guys that if you are enjoying the show, if you want to see more badasses brought forward and you want to help support the plus size community, all I ask is you help keep me caffeinated. Go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash this fat girl life. Y'all, I live on caffeine. You guys already know. Plus, by being a listener supporter, not only will you get listener supporter only content, but you're going to help me to take my message national. So buymeacoffee.com forward slash this fat girl life. Now let's go ahead and jump right on in. I want to introduce you guys to today's badass, Larnie Mulvey. Larnie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Of course. Now, before we jump into what truly makes you a badass, why don't you tell everybody just a little bit about yourself? Sure. So again, um, my name is Larnie Mulvey. I am out here in the Chicago land area. I have so much like energy in me that I'm like trying to keep it low and you know like really easy. But um, so not only um, am I a power lifter, I just deadlifted 402 pounds. Like I love talking about all realms of strength, like strength on the platform, strength in business, strength in like your mind. So that's a little bit about me. So I'm an author and all that stuff too. Okay, did you just say you deadlifted 402 pounds? I did. I did. I actually just competed on last Friday. Yeah, last Friday and um, deadlifted 402 pounds. Oh, my God. Yes. That, that is badass in and of itself. My, <laughs> oh, my word. I am floored. And I'm going to say I have never met a power lifter before. I love that. I have. Not only are you a power lifter, you are a female. Yes. You are killing it. So yes. as far as powerlifting, is it common for women to do this? So it in history, it hasn't been common for females to do this because we have been taught to not be so strong. And it's coming up now that powerlifting has become the norm in women's lives. But there are still some setbacks, like people are afraid to be strong and afraid to test the limits of their body's capabilities. And for me, like I want to test it. I want to see how strong I can get. I want to see how big I can get on the platform. Um, so I, you know, 402 is just the beginning and I feel very limitless at the moment because I feel like there's more in me and I know there is, and I haven't touched that yet. So I'm excited to find that part of me. Well, and I follow you on Facebook. Now, I saw something, I don't know if you know, we're talking about this, but you put it on Facebook, so I'm assuming we are. Strongman? Yes, yes. So, yeah, so um, my next my next competition is a strong woman competition. And um, my coach, the gym that I train at in um, is Ironclad Performance, like my coach is actually a strongman competitor, but he teaches and coaches powerlifters as well. And he like dropped that little, like, you know, Alarni, I think you should try strong, just try strongman one time to see what it's like. And so I started training for it this week and I was able to, um, there's a fear for me, like when it comes to my upper body strength to 
like maybe I can't do this. Maybe I can't press something over my head, but I press 95 pounds over my head and it's a big law. I mean, it's a huge tube that is awkward and your hands fit in it kind of weird, but yeah, I was able to press it two times. Nice. So when is the competition? October 2nd. And okay. I've never, I've never done a strongman before. So if anyone's ever done strongman, it's like big old concrete stones or like sandbags that are way heavy and awkward. And you got to like put them all. It's, it's like the most, um, um, un unconditional, uh, like the, the equipment that you use is something that you would never find in like a regular gym. So I think that's what gets me in my head. It's like a challenge. It's like, I wonder if I could push that truck or I wonder if I could <laughs> deadlift that car. So those are the things that I like, you know, see now. And I'm like, hmm, wonder if I can do that. But I think that's challenging the, the capability that I have. You know, only way to find out is to try. True, true. Now, if somebody wants to support you in that, how do they do, how do they do that? So they can follow me on Instagram, uh, Larnie Mul it's at Larnie Mulvey. Um, on my website, on my landing page, it's LarnieMulvey.com if they want to send me a message or try to get a hold of me or ask any questions um, about competing, about strength, about anything like that. It's so easy to get a con in contact with me. Um, I'm really active on Instagram because it just posts, face it posts straight onto Facebook. So that's a great way to get a hold of me. Okay, so I actually have that information on the screen for everybody to be able to see that. So definitely go and support Larnie in this because this is huge. This is not only huge for you know women, but for plus size women. Yes. You know, this is something that shows just because you're plus size does not mean you are not healthy, does not mean you are not capable, does not make you invisible. Correct. So, and, and I want to discuss that platform specifically. Sure. Because you know you've you've built up all this strength, and there is that stigma. Being yes. Size that we are just fat and lazy and don't do anything. Yes. And you're debunking that. <laughs> yes. Well, I'll tell you this. So, visually, if somebody saw me, they would never think that powerlifting was something that I did. Um, they would never think that strongman was something that I could do because I am a bigger woman. I am 230 pounds and I am proud of it. I used to not be proud of it. I used to always want to be smaller, smaller, smaller. But when I came into myself and figured out who I was and loved every piece of me, 230 pounds, I was like, what can I do next? What can I do next? And I, I've tried different activities and powerlifting just came to me um, because I wanted to try it and I, I really enjoyed it. It became my thing. And so in my mindset is finding joy in everything that I do. If it doesn't bring me joy, I'm not going to do it. I'll try it. I will try it because I want to make sure I'll give it a chance. But if it's something that I'm just like, mm, I don't, I, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll stop that and try like running, running. Like some people can run. I cannot run. I don't, I don't find joy in running. If I am running, look for the taco truck, <laughs> look for the margarita truck or look behind me and see who's chasing me and call the police because exactly. that's the only reason I am running. 
Yeah, I mean, it's I, I tried running a long time ago. I actually thought I was a runner. And I was like, this isn't for me. I hate this. I hate this activity. And so when I when I'm lifting weights, that is that's what drives me. That's what makes me really happy. So as I continue on my journey of like lifting, you know, like everyone is always so scared that you know, the misconceptions of strength means you're going to look manly or you're going to hurt yourself. But really, like the manly portion, if that's what you want to look like, that's what you want to look like. You know, I I just want to get strong. I mean, as fuck, like I really want to get as strong, you know, as strong as, as I possibly can be. But I maintain my femininity. You know, like I maintain that because this is what I want. This is how I want. Mm -hmm. I want people to underestimate. It's like, you know, that perception of underestimating somebody. That's like that visual people see. So 230 pounds for me, like I check my weight. Sure. Because I want to fall within a healthy range. And I, you know, I eat my 2200 calories a day and I've maintained the 230 and I'm comfortable with the 230. Like, it doesn't bother me that, you know, I never hide my number anymore because it's like, why? For me, why? I don't, I don't, I don't mind sharing it. Um, and it really transforms into my confidence that 230 pounds. And it's well, like, but I'm strong as fuck too. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> well, you, you made a comment earlier and I kind of want to tap into that about how you were not always this confident. That's you were correct. not always the woman that I am looking at right now. That, is that I have come to know and absolutely adore. <laughs> so let's talk about that person for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Where, what did that struggle look like for you? Sure. So um, I'll, I'll go into my backstory a little bit. So I am an immigrant. I moved to the States when I was five years old. And so when you move from one country to another country, the first thing that I felt moving to the US was, why didn't anybody look like me? Like, why is there no representation of other Filipino women? Or why isn't there like people that, you know, that are around me besides my family that I can see and be like, you know what? I see that representation in them. I didn't see that. So I went through that identity crisis when I was younger. I went through that identity crisis when I was growing up and then throw in that athletics and fitness because it's something that I wanted in my mind. That's always what I wanted to be was someone that was active and athletic and to have the boundaries and the rules set upon me. Like, am I going to be Asian American or am I going to be American American? Like who am I, who, where do I fall in that? And in high school, it was the worst because there's, you know, you're almost in that phase in your life where your mind is molding to your identity. And I had no idea what my identity was. No idea whatsoever. So I went through those um, suicidal thoughts, suicidal attempts, depression, you know, the anger that was more than a teenage angst anger. It was like the anger of like, I was a cutter. I, you know, didn't like my body. I, it was just so much of trying to find out who I was. And when I started developing myself, I had to go through a lot of shitty relationships and this didn't happen like, you know, overnight, this has happened. It's taken like 10, 20 years to build this person. 
But when I came into myself and built her, like built this girl that you're seeing right now, it was, it was a mind shift. It was just a mind shift because I'm happier than I've always been. I, I know that my body is here to carry me through life instead of just, I'm more than just my body. And me like having relation, I had to learn, I had to learn the shitty way through shitty relationships with not just, you know, boyfriends, but like having friends that are like, oh, you know, you're not this and that. And I had to find my identity for myself. And the only way I did that was to find the joy inside myself and, you know, and love myself even more than the person who is telling me that I should be this and I should be that. So I made my own mold and I'm still building it today. I love that. I, I think we're constantly building that. I think that's an ever ongoing process because none of us are ever completely finished. No. You know, Not we are ever. throwing curveballs constantly and it's a matter of shifting, you know, which direction we're going to take that. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, I, I love that you tapped in on that. And that you brought that forth because I don't think people realize that all the time that we're never going to be completely there. Right. It doesn't matter how hard we try. Life is going to throw curveballs at us and it's how we choose to adjust. Yes. Yeah. And when I, when I say I built her, um, like when I talk to other people about my story, the H E R stands for have every right. Like we have every right to build our vision. We have every right to build the vision, the the person that we want to be. We have every right to go after what we want. So when I'm building her, I'm continuing to build her. But I also want to make sure that other people know that they have that option and they have that choice. I chose to do powerlifting because it's something that I want to do. And it's not for everybody. I'll, I'll say that for sure. It's not for everyone, but go out there and find your thing. Mm-hmm. You know, go at, do what, you know, some people paint, some people write poetry, some people read books. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> go do your thing. Go do you. <laughs> I absolutely love that. And I love that, you know, women like myself, like you, we're, we're finding that bliss. And basically saying fuck you to those who can't understand that or who want to suppress that. Mm-hmm. And I find that a lot. You know, I see it especially, you know, on social media. TikTok, I see it a whole lot. You know, people will put their blitz out there. And there are so many keyboard warriors. Yes. That are sitting behind a screen saying some of the most horrific things. Mm-hmm. And that just, it kills me to see that. Yes. And that's really where my advocacy comes from because I want to advocate for, especially like changing the narrative of what women are being told or being shoved down our throats, like our sizing, our clothing sizes. Um, you know, I, God forbid I try on a button down shirt. 
geez whiz, like I can't, I can't get a button down shirt to save my life. But it's the idea of why do we have to put numbers to something? Why are we um, just seen as our bodies? We should be seen as more than that. And you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an athletic trainer by trade. Like I've been working with, uh, I've worked with lots of women, young women in my career as an athletic trainer. And there's always something in the background that they're very insecure about because of the things that are going on around them. And it's that comparison trap. Like we can't fall into that comparison trap. I told one of my teammates the other day, I said, you are an original. You are, nobody can be like you. Nobody can be like me. So you can't say, oh, I want to be strong like you. You can say like, you can be like, oh, I love the strength that you have. But when you start to compare that, that back, you know, that backhanded comparison that we really don't realize we do to ourselves, mm -hmm. it, it can really deter that confidence from building because now in the back of your mind, you're, you're comparing, even though you don't say it out loud, you're comparing. And the problem with that becomes your strength isn't just your muscles. Your strength comes from what you have gone through internally. So nobody will ever be strong like you or express, you know, be able to express themselves like me because they haven't walked My in our journey. Shoes. Yeah. You know, and that journey is part of what makes us strong or expressive or creative or whatever that comes in not only from the outside forces that you know you go through the education the training etc but that comes from that that place inside where you've been suppressed you've been pushed down you've been whatever and you finally had enough and let it all push through yeah. And that's what I hate about that comparison because it, you're never going to achieve it. Yes. It's never going to happen. If you continuously chase the other person's perfection or their, you know, your idea of what they're, you, they're your perfect like person like you want to be, you will continue to chase it. it I mean, you have to. <laughs> Sorry, my, my I just love <laughs> Oh, hi, thief. <laughs> <laughs> But again, I mean, it's like, you know, you're continuously chasing somebody else's success. Like, it's your time. You know, it's your journey. You build your success. You build your goals. You build what you are going for. And that's where I feel like my drive comes from is, like, I didn't get a chance to build my athletic self when I was younger because I wasn't allowed to. My parents didn't, my dad didn't allow me to play sports. But now that I have the opportunity to, I'm taking every possible opportunity because now it's, it, it bring again, it brings me joy. So I'm going to do it. I absolutely love that. Well, Larnie, thank you so much for coming on and sharing not only this journey that you're on, you know, just for sharing some of your backstory and showing that vulnerability. Because I think that's huge. I think, you know, especially as larger women, we're not allowed to be vulnerable because it gets pinpointed. So thank you for sharing some of that vulnerability with me. I wish you all the best 
with Strong Woman. I cannot wait to see the update. I definitely will be um, keeping my eyes peeled because I got you on my Instagram. I've got you on my Facebook. You guys go to the beginning of the comments. That's where you're going to find her Instagram and her website so you can stay up to date as far as the competition as well. I do have one final question for you. If you could go back to that young girl who was struggling to know her identity, who was struggling to figure it all out, what piece of advice would you give her? I would tell her to open her eyes and try. And try everything you possibly can because it'll come. You just have to be patient. I, I It's one of my struggles today is my patience. You know, I'm like, I want it now, I want it now. But try and find the things that you love and make sure that they bring you joy. And I, that's, that's exactly how I, I would talk to her. I love that. I absolutely love that. Well, again, thank you so much for being here. You guys, I will be back next week with another badass. So make sure you tune in. Again, if you want to know in advance who's coming on the show, you want to get inspired daily, because I am going to start those daily inspirations again. You want to help keep me caffeinated, <laughs> buymeacoffee.com forward slash this fat girl life. Again, your support gets you the listener only content, but you guys, your support right now is going to help me to take my message national. That, and that's the message of knowing your worth, of loving yourself in the body that you are in and being the badass that you are meant to be. Thank you so much for being here, guys. I hope you all have an amazing day. Thank you.